Ladies and gentlemen, it's nearly Christmas. It's nearly panto time. Oh, and, yes, it is. Oh, shut up, Les Dennis. <laughs> I've got to say, you've been in a million pantos. I've only yeah. done 32, right. but I'm sorry. A man who killed you off in Coronation <laughs> Street, and it's the biggest selling panto in the country. It's fantastic. You must be thrilled in Manchester. I, I hope it's selling well. I haven't, I haven't checked. Oh, it but, is. It, I promise well, you. You know, I... I, I you know what, the idea, um, I'm really chuffed, and uh, it came from my lovely wife, Claire, um, that when, when Cinderella was here in Liverpool, I think it was not last Christmas, Christmas before, I think, um, and she said, what about you and Connor for, for Ugly Sisters? I went, that's such a brilliant idea. But he's in the show, and, you know, he's got commitments on, on Corrie, and I knew that, you know, when you're in Corrie, you know, your commitments are massive. So um, I said... Don't think it's going to happen. And I didn't suggest it. But then I went to see the Crankies and uh, John Barrowman last year, who were hilarious. It was such a brilliant show in Dick Whittington at, um, at the, um, at the Palace Theatre in, in Manchester. And on the back page, it said, next year, Cinderella. So I just texted Michael Harrison, um, who I'd worked with and knew, um, one of the geniuses behind Kudos Panto. Um, and I said, what about Philomena? and Michaela as Ugly Sisters next year. And then it all happened. So, you know, I, I think, it, you know, it's, it's the perfect year to do it. It's the perfect place to do it because Corrie's set in Manchester and I was his first victim, Phelan's first victim. So, you know, we are gonna play Ugly Sisters where one sister maybe wants the prince more than the other and is, and is prepared to, to knock off his, her sister. <laughs> so That's my idea. That's a, a new slant on Cinderella. Yeah, I think, you know, I think um, what, one sister, you know, wants the other one out of the way. So the pictures just come to my mind is there the princess and uh, Cinderella comes down with the prince yeah. and then the funeral straight after. Yeah. <laughs> the well, you know, I think that there will be a real uh, never before has yeah. she's behind you been more appropriate. <laughs> you first told me about Connor. Everything you said about him, yeah. the way you work with him mm -hmm. as an artist, as a human being, was everything but more. Yeah. What a lovely man. He is, absolutely. And, and we shared a dressing room for the whole time that we were on Corrie. And when I found that, you know, found out that Michael was going, that, you know, it was a fait accompli, um, I thought there couldn't be a better person to, to be, you know, my, uh, my the, the guy that makes me see the end of, what, what is it? Meet the maker, meet my maker, that's it. <laughs> well, I interviewed him yeah. and he was so excited about the panto, yeah. was so excited. And I said to him, I said, this is your big earner. The first years, <laughs> as you know, Les, you've been around a long yeah. time. This is his big one. Yeah, this is the big one, you know, always, you know. And you know what? There was a time when people used to look down on Panto and used to think, oh, you know, I don't do that, I don't do that. But everybody's doing it now. Dawn French is doing Panto this year. Julian Clary, you know, um, Ian McKellen has done Panto. It is an art form, and it, was an art, it is an art form that for a long time, you know, with cheap productions, with people who weren't fit to do it, you know, weren't, you know, up to it, um, the, the art form got lost for a while. But when Panto is done well, it is the first thing that kids come and see in a theatre, you know, so you have a massive responsibility to make them want to come back. And it is, you know, a joyous occasion. And I think we have, we have a great 
we could have a great lineup there and a great, you know, great. I think it's what, honestly, I think it's one of the top pantos in this country without any shadow of a doubt because the casting is so unusual and it yeah. looks great. And huh? we we did we yeah. did probably the the, oh. the best Cinderella. Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight. Capital Culture with Scylla and an old Liverpool cast. It was it wasn't it the best time. She came out of retirement. People came from all over the world. Yeah. And every night she sang you uh, you're my world at the end. Yeah. There wasn't a dry eye in the no, place. No, it was fantastic. It it was a happy, happy show. It was incredible. Taking that out of the equation, is there one panto that you've done that's, apart from the tragic one when you lost uh, Dustin, Dustin, is there one panto you've done that you'll never forget? Apart from those two. Yeah, I, I, well, there's a couple. I'm, I'm, I remember working with Mickey Rooney, which was <laughs> extraordinary oh. and incredible. Um, and, you know, that was, the, that was an experience. And, you know, and lots I'm, of stories we can't lots tell. Lots of stories we can't tell, <laughs> but I'm glad I had the experience of working with Mickey Rooney, who for three weeks called me Buttons. Uh, <laughs> he got my name, I think, in the last week. But he was, <laughs> he was extraordinary and fantastic. But I think probably my first panto, which was with Russ Abbott um, at the Davenport Theatre in, um, in Stockport. That's where I learned the craft of panto. And then, of course, you know, when I, I think probably I'm, I'm going through them, but, you know, the one where Dustin and I played Ugly Sisters to Russ in Cinderella at the Bradford Alhambra. And working with Dustin yeah. in that, and when we got to decide how we were going to go to the party, it was who we were going to go as, and it just brought the house down. It was a you, fantastic you, show. Because of your apprenticeship, and you've done the most unbelievable apprenticeship, especially in Panto, have you found it hard over the years to become a serious actor as a comic? Do you find that when you're doing a line in a serious play, you say, I could have got a laugh out of it? <laughs> um, no, because, you know, when I, again, oh. in Liverpool, um, going to the Everyman Theatre when I was a kid and watching the Alan Dosser um, productions with the likes of Jonathan Price and Anthony Sher and, you know, Trevor Eve and, and George Costigan and all those, you know, Judy Walters, all those amazing actors. I remember sitting there and going, I want to do that. And I was torn between whether I wanted to do that or carry on with what I'd already started doing, which was the clubs. And I went down the club uh, route and loved it, but I always wanted to do, you know, what I do now, which is a bit of both. You know, um, Miracle is, is a great play that, you know, is is funny and poignant and the next play I do is the both so I, I get I get the chance to be um, in both camps was it also difficult as a comic to do two hours in a play and not get laughs all the time as you know when you're a comic you take people on an audience you take them on a journey with a play you get a huge laugh and then you're talking for maybe 10 yeah. minutes with is it was it difficult to change? it's it's kind of it's a story you have to tell a story so you know there might not be a laugh for a while um, and when we did Down the Dock Road, there were moments that had huge amounts of laughs. And then there were moments that, you know, Alan Bleasdale, it being quite political and quite, you know, uh, gritty. Um, but I loved that. I loved the juxtaposition of both. You know, you know I love to, to be able to, as we do in this play, have gales of laughter and then pin drop silence. Mm. Looking back, you're working with Connor now. Looking back when you died, it was a terrible death in Coronation Street and it was the first of many that we didn't realise was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but you were part of 
Coronation Street's history again. Yeah, I was I was his first victim, and and he has been one of the greatest villains in Coronation Street history. So to be, I wasn't actually technically his first victim in the sense that he didn't kill me; he let me die, which I think is crueler. He watched me as I had a heart attack and didn't call anybody and just let me go. So I think that that is that is a true psychopath, which I think Phelan was. I nearly said is he's not around anymore. He's gone. No, he's so, an ugly. He's in drag now. I'll get my, I'll get my. <laughs> I'll get my um, my revenge. I'll get my revenge. You see, when you say that about him watching you die, I will never forget that scene. I can see it right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. It was terrible. It, it was, was on, terrible. It was on my birthday. It was, was on, it? My, on my 64th birthday. Um, I was lying on a freezing cold floor at one o'clock in the morning, um, dying. How long's the panto? The panto is uh, from the 8th of December through to the 30th. So we get New Year's Eve off to celebrate, but it will be a great run. And um, I know working with him is just going to be the, the greatest thrill. Les Dance, thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks, Peter.